But wait, there's more. Now, remember I was telling you fine folks last week. If this happens to be your first episode, go back and listen to last week. Go go refresh yourself on last week's episode. But if you don't want to, that's fucking fine too. I'll fill you in. Last week, I told you fine folks about the uh, theft that was committed in my own vehicle. I went to my car wash, which may not be my car wash any longer. And I noticed when my hands were soiled, then reaching for my hand sanitizer that should be in my driver's side door, it was gone. I then deduced that those slimy little fucking cocksuckers at Hand Wash Car Wash on Ventura Boulevard in Studio City, fuck you, I then deduced that those little cocksuckers must have stolen my hand sanitizer. Now, with sparing you the difference between free and complimentary, I will just say it was a complimentary hand sanitizer that I did receive from a certain purchase of gas. Now, although that may be not important, minuscule, who cares, it was more so the principle, but nevertheless, I could get over the fact they took my hand sanitizer. However, a few days ago, I was in Palmdale for work. If you're not familiar with that lovely part of California, it's about an hour, hour 15 uh, away from uh, L.A. And um, when I went there, or when I, when, I, when I returned home, rather, it was late in the day. The juice on the phone was a little low. The battery was red. It said 20%. So I said, I'll charge my phone on the way home with my little Apple charger. Well, I go to retrieve that in my center console. And uh, if you haven't already put two and two together uh, as a uh, two and two together thus far... I. I'll just, they stole my fucking charger as well. Couldn't you believe that? Not only was it the jug of fucking hand sanitizer, that was complimentary. They also took my goddamn phone charger. Do you know how long it took me to remember to put that in my car? Many, many trips. I would hit low battery and be like, oh, fuck, God, I might run out of battery. I need directions. I'm in, I'm in fucking Torrance or Bumblefuck, California, or I'm in, like, you know, in Ventura, and I don't know how to get to the freeway because I'm by the fucking beach. How many times I said to myself, when I get home, I'm going to put that charger in my car, and I forgot, but then finally I did, and it became a godsend. Wasn't worried about battery life at all. There was this one time. I was on a Tinder date. This is years and years ago before I met old pumpkin tits. That's my fucking fiance we're talking about here. Have some respect. Long before I met Zoe, I was on a Tinder date. It was this tall, like, you know, dark hair, olive-skinned Albanian chick that was really cool. We actually really hit it off. She was a, she was a fun chick. I enjoyed it. Very very nice pussy. <laughs> Zoe, if you're listening, turn it off. 
Nevertheless, her and I, for I think a second or third date, she was from Brooklyn. I was living in North Jersey. She had come to me a few times, I think, maybe, or maybe we met in Manhattan. Oh, yeah, we met in Manhattan because it was an easy little, like, okay, I'll take a train, you take a train, I'll fucking meet you in Manhattan. The second or third date, it was, you know what, I'll come see you in Brooklyn because I think you came to see me. I'll drive to Brooklyn. We'll go to Grimaldi's Pizza under the uh, Brooklyn Bridge. We'll have a little pizza, maybe a makeout session. If I'm lucky, maybe I'll finger bang you next to some fucking rats. So... We go into New York City, or I go into New York City, I meet her at Grimaldi's. Now, if you're not familiar with that area, it's not really conducive to driving at all. So, it was like a long drive-in, didn't have a car charger in my truck at the time. Drove in, parked by like the, the brownstones, and I walked quite a bit, quite a ways, to Grimaldi's. But, also, in case this isn't obvious, had, like, you know, had no fucking idea how to get to this place. Like, it was it was directions the whole way. Turn down West 4th, turn down 17th, turn down Broadway. Like, I, nothing familiar in this location at all. But, went on a date, but a beep, but a boop, fucking how you doing? We had some pizza, I fucking sucked her fucking mouth. I go back to my truck, I get into my car, and I have 5% battery. Five percent. Five percent. And I'm driving going, okay, I got nowhere to pull over to charge it. I I don't know where the fuck I am. The way my GPS eats my battery on my phone, who knows if I'll even be able to make it to the George Washington Bridge or wherever the fuck I was going. I know if I can get to the GW, I can find my way home. It's pretty easy. But to get there was like... Navigating through fucking Brooklyn, and then I, I don't go to Brooklyn often. So I'm literally watching my battery plummet from 5% to 4% to 3%. I'm on 2%, and I'm like a solid 10 minutes away from the GW. And I'm several fucking turns away. It's not like I could just remember this, like I'm fucking beautiful mind over here. There were several turns that need to be made. On streets that were not in, like, order, if that makes sense. Finally, I get down to 1%. And I'm like, oh boy, okay, well, alright. Usually men in foxholes pull this out, but I, I guess I'll do it right now in my fucking 96 F-150 on fucking Brooklyn, in Brooklyn. Dear God, if you're there, can you let this 1% last until I get on the fucking GW? So I can just navigate my way home like Magellan. Because right now, if I lose battery, I'm fucked. And I'm in the middle of Brooklyn. And I don't know where the hell I'm going. I swear to God. Well, I guess since I'm talking to you. I swear to you that when I get home, I'll get a car charger. And I'll always have one. Why, I had just gotten one for my new car. Because the fucking animals, when they stole my Kia, they took my phone charger in that one, too. Fun stuff. Isn't it fun being alive? <laughs> L-I-V-I-N. Just fucking happy to be here, you know me. But I finally got one for my new car. It was great. I loved it. I had that phone charge security. And then recently, what do you know? Another theft involving a car where I feel like I just got fucked. And welcome to the podcast, folks. This is Just Count to Ten. I'm your host, Eddie Falcone, and this is the Anger Management Podcast that won't help you with your anger. 
We'll just get angry together. How you doing, you beautiful people? How you doing? And for those of you who are objectively not beautiful, you're beautiful to me, all right? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And because you listen to my podcast, you look pretty fucking good to me. But, yep. So those little fucking cocksuckers, the little pieces of shit, they stole my phone charger, they stole my hand sanitizer. After I realized my phone charger had been taken, I called up the fucking car wash. Hello! Yeah, I can't. And, and the hard part with this, too, is I didn't realize until like two weeks after the fact, which is tough. And it's like, well, Vinny, are you sure that they actually stole it if it's two weeks after the fact? Yes, like I said before last episode, no one goes in my fucking car. Even Zoe doesn't drive my car because she's afraid of, she's going to fuck it up. I'm very particular. No one goes in my car. Okay, Bello has been there once, and I put him in the fucking trunk, because I, I had to take him to the fucking vet. The trunk was open, it's like a big SUV, so like he, it's like, I then put him in the fucking trunk like he was a dead body, or fucking Frank Vincent from Goodfellas. Um, he, barely, he's been in the goddamn car. My point is, they definitely stole the fucking stuff. But the thing is, it's like two weeks after the fact, and as soon as like a day or two goes by, you lose all credibility of who you're pinpointing the theft to. But nevertheless, I called them up and I'm like, hey, uh, I took my car wash there a couple days ago. I said a couple of days ago. It was two weeks, but a couple of days ago. What the fuck did they know? I know they stole my goddamn shit. Yes? Okay, yeah, well, I took a couple of days ago and, um, well, your employees took my hand sanitizer, which is not a big deal, but it was complimentary. So it was free? <laughs> big fucking difference. No, it's, it was complimentary, but n- neither here nor there. Not a big deal, but they also stole my phone charger. Oh, man. So, uh, hmm. They stole your complimentary hand sanitizer? Y- yes, yes. It was complimentary. Your complimentary hand sanitizer and your phone charger. Are you sure? W- well, sir, as my podcast listeners can attest to, no one goes in my fucking vehicle, not even my fiance. Okay? Or my dog. Hmm. Well, that's crazy, man, because uh, we don't steal anything here. We don't, we, don't, we don't take nothing. Well, of course you're going to say that. Do you think I, I would expect you, after I call up, to be like, Oh, man, oh, yeah, we have a fucking problem here, dude. All my employees, they steal shit left and fucking right. Well, come down here. I'll write you a check. Did you think I think you'd say that, you fucking prick? Obviously, I know you're going to say, No, man, it wasn't fucking up. Dude, we're just, like, fucking cleaning cars and, like, not doing anything weird at all, man. And I'm not saying that generally this population does that. But what I am saying is, you definitely took my shit, okay? And I want it back. So I say, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm, sir, I'm pretty certain you took my stuff because, uh, again, no one goes in my car except for me and the last time I was even open my vehicle to the public was you know when I came to get my car washed by you pricks so well you know bring it in and uh, you know come down and we'll take a look at the security cameras and I'm like oh fuck it was a couple of weeks ago not a couple of days ago if I tell them that I'm gonna lose all credibility I'm like okay so I realized I'm screwed I am not gonna be able to facilitate this this Hey, got you. That's it. Oh, yeah, that was us. Okay, here's $20 for a new charger. I know I'm not going to be able to do this, but however, I will do this. 
I'm going to set up a sting operation with these bricks. I'm going to go get my car washed there probably next week because it's raining a ton in California, so I don't want to waste it. I'm going to put like maybe like a another phone charger or maybe um, something enticing like a candy bar or possibly some fentanyl. And I'm going to put something that they want would, would they would want to grab and I'm going to look for it as soon as I get there. And I'm going to ask, you know, you y- y- catch my drift. So that way, if it does happen, not only can I be like, dude, it's dude, it was here. You washed it. It fucking happened today a couple hours ago. Where's my shit? Okay. But then also talk to the manager. Like, this is the second time it's happened. And because now I've caught them on the spot same day, it'll add credibility to the first theft and it'll negate the fact that it happened months ago so that's my plan that's what i'm sticking with so hope you're a fan any any uh, advice feel free to reach out to me and uh you know i i'm open i am open ears over here but uh so hey merry christmas you animals um if you're listening to it, the day it comes out, it's Friday in a couple days. It's Christmas, the best holiday ever invented, if uh, if you ask me. And again, like I said, this isn't a Catholic thing. This isn't a Jewish thing. Listen, if you're Jewish, come over to my fucking house for Christmas, okay? I'll, I'll fucking stuff your stocking and I'll, I'll, I'll fucking recircumcise you just in case uh, the rabbi didn't miss anything. I'm circumcised. You know what I mean? That's a fun fact. I don't know why I brought that up. My point is that Christmas is a feeling. It's an energy. It's a way of life. It's a. It's not about God or Jesus or the Romans. It's about getting a nice tree. Your 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 apartment smells like pine needles. Pine. Uh, whatever the fuck it is. Pine needles. Yeah. You know. You, you get a couple of gifts. You tell people I love you. You you eat eat some cookies. You know what I mean. You watch some funny movies. It's not a religion, baby. It's a feeling. I don't even believe in God. I'm probably gonna go to hell. You know. Or just being a just a dark, infinite existence after I die, which cannot come soon enough. Um, but anyway, Merry Christmas. Hope you guys have a fun day with your family. Um, if you don't celebrate Christmas, have enjoy the day off. You're welcome. You're welcome. You can thank the pagans later. All right. So, um, okay. So, speaking of Christmas, let me, let me dive into this real quick. All right. So. The day after Christmas, I, your buddy Vince, will be embarking on a three-day, I think it's technically 86-hour fast. What the fuck? Why would you do that? Because, I'll tell you. Although I would love to be in ketosis for three days and just fucking burn fat like I'm a goddamn machine, it's more so the internal benefits that apparently you get from doing a water fast. Now, the study is based off of a Harvard study, I believe, that was seven-day water fast. And what they deduced from this study is that by doing this, you will reduce your chances of getting cancer by 70, 70%. Now, by doing this modified three-day water fast, you still have quite a lot of the same benefits. Now, it's safer it's also not a complete fast, I'll explain. The first day is just water and electrolytes, baby. That's it. I'm just going to be butt-chugging some spring water. I got these zero-calorie, zero-carb uh, electrolytes called 
Ultima. I'll be doing two servings of that. The second day, I'm allowed 90 calories of bone broth. 45 in the morning, 45 at night, or whatever. Two times a day, whatever I want to do. Third day, same kind of thing. 90 calories of bone broth. And then on hour 87, old Vince can break his fast. Now, I firmly believe that if I get past the first day, it won't be easy, but I'll be like, okay, I'm good. I can do it. It's difficult, but it is what it is. I feel like the first day is going to be such a kick in the dick. And also, like I said, I know I'm not doing this for like dieting purposes, like like weight loss things. It's just not sustainable. But I do feel like if I give myself three days to to get into ketosis, and basically when you're if you don't know what ketosis is, which I'm sure everyone does, but if you don't, basically ketosis is like when your body is burning fat as an energy source, I believe, and not like uh, your other food sources, or you know, burning off your glycogen store storage. Anyway, if I get down a couple more lbs and I lose some fat. I feel like it'll be easier to maintain because losing weight is the hardest thing to do, as we all know. We can put we can put weight on like a motherfucker, and if it's hard for you to put weight on, stop listening. I don't want you as a fan. If if it's hard for you to gain weight, fuck off, buddy. I don't need your goddamn perfect body on this podcast. Listen to me. You and your abs, take a walk, pal. This is for fatties only. Fatties and people who have to battle to be in shape. That's what this podcast is for. Either fat people who are like, you know what, I'm just going to be fat. Amen, brother. Or people where it's like every single day you feel like fucking William Wallace fighting off carbs and sugar and love handles. That's what my fan base is, and those are the fans that I want. So if I can like just get off, if I can just remove some body fat from the old midwaist. Because that's really all I have. It. I'm, I'm telling you, my fucking arms are so lean right now. My tits are lean. My back is fuck. I could fly away. Seriously, I could fly away. I could fly next to a fucking spirit flight. It'd be like, you're charging for bags? Disgusting. And then fly away. My legs are getting lean. My my little my little ass is getting a little lean. You know what I mean? Um, the only place, the only blemish on my body... Because I have these this lovely Falcone and Gonzalez jeans, are my belly and my back fat fucking love handles. Those just this just the sexiest place to have fat on my belly and my love handles. Just a real boner killer if you're gay, or a little vag dryer if you're into the dudes and you have a fucking if you're a chick. That's where I carry all my fat. Isn't that lovely? Isn't that just a just a terrific little Fun fact that I just carry fat in the most unattractive place on the body. So I'm hoping if I can just do this, get to these three days, it's going to be tough, but get to these three days, not only will I have all the health benefits, because um, also basically the, the the big health benefits too is, you know, if, if you're really interested and you listen to this, hit me up, I'll send you the YouTube video. But basically, by each day, you hit like different monumental like um, levels or uh, like things in your body internally. And one of the big ones is like you have these things called zombie cells, which are basically cells in your body that 
are not functioning, but they're not dead. They're just kind of, kind of just dragging around. Think of like a homeless dude. Like these cells are kind of like a homeless dude. Like they're there. They're not like helping anybody out and like benefiting from, you know, anything. But they're just there existing. And what these zombie cells can do is they can um, basically carry cancerous particles, all that kind of shit. And those are generally the cells they're gonna that are gonna like mess up your your body and like make you unhealthy, and that's kind of why intermittent fasting is good too because it gives a chance for those zombie cells to die off because like they're they're not strong enough to survive. And that's all, folks. <clears throat> they're not strong enough to survive without nutrients. Whereas your stronger cells, because they're so strong and healthy and vibrant, they can go some time without the nutrients that you provide your body with food. Uh, so with this big fast, you basically kill, flush out all those cells because they can't survive in your body. And all of a sudden, you're just like, only got good cells. All the homeless people get shipped off back to fucking Australia or wherever they came from, Nebraska. Um, and all of a sudden, you're just working with like supermodel supermodel cells just like hot chicks hot dudes all your cells look like a fucking equinox you're just like ready to rock like six packs fake tits perfect ass lip injections like your your cells are basically like an episode of keeping up with the kardashians you're just looking hot you know and there's a couple black guys there too so that's what i'm hoping to do i'll i'll i will fill you guys in next episode that should be interesting. I'm hoping I don't puss out or pass out or die. Um, although if I do die, hey, it's been a pleasure. Keep on, keep on, keeping on. You know what I mean? As Joe Dirt, Joe Dirt would say. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm doing it with uh, my mother because she's like, Vin, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking gaining weight, Vin. I don't know what to do. I'm like, let's not eat for three days. I'm in. So maybe, uh, you know, anorexia is uh, going to work out for us. So. Because I'll tell you what what we're currently doing. We are seeing progress at a snail's pace. And I would love to bump that shit up a little bit. Okay. So speaking on the uh, on the health kick. So I think at this point it's been like six to eight months. Something like that. It's definitely under a year but also almost a year of me doing Athletic Greens AG1. Now, if you're a podcast listener... Um, that listens to podcasts with actually sponsors and not this one because I can't get a sponsor. You are probably bumping into Athletic Greens commercials and ad reads. They're all over the place. They're, they're even on Pornhub now. I can't watch a fucking chick with a dick, fucking chick without a dick, without a fucking blue chew and an AG1 ad popping up on Pornhub. It's disgusting. So um, that's all over the place. So for a while... I was thinking about doing it, and then finally I'm like, you know what? It's expensive, but let me just pull the trigger and and fucking and make it happen. So, for the first like week or so, I was pretty bloated from it, kind of gassy, but that's kind of the thing they said would happen. Because basically, it is an all-in-one. It is a prebiotic, a probiotic, multivitamin, uh, green supplement, everything. It tastes like dick. And the, the inconvenient part about it is you have to drink it on an empty stomach. So especially with these like these morning walks I've been doing the last like two, three months, 
I do like, you know, maybe three to five times a week. It's difficult because before I drink my protein and creatine, I have to drink this fucking athletic greens and then wait 15 minutes before I dr- drink or eat anything else. And it just kind of like is a, it's a little bit of a nuisance and it's a little inconvenient, but I've been working around it and it's been fine. And when I first started taking it, I felt like, and it may have just been placebo effect, but I felt like I had more energy. I felt like I had, I had better lifts. I felt like after the first initial, my body getting used to it, I felt like maybe I wasn't as bloated and I felt like it was reducing my bloating. But the thing is, one, it's $100 a month, so it's expensive as shit. But again, it has everything you need. So it's, if, you, if you take that into consideration, it's like not that expensive. If it's a green supplement, a multivitamin, a prebiotic and probiotic, it's not too bad. But the difficult thing is, is it's like on auto stock, auto restock. So every month it just sends you a new one automatically. And I went on a couple of trips for, I got it when I was working at Rentley. So I went on a trip or two for that. So for four days, I'm not taking it. Then I went to Tennessee for work. So for five days, I'm not taking it. So basically it adds up and all of a sudden I'm like, a month behind, and I got bags of this shit in the in the fridge uh, in the fridge. Cause also that's another thing. I started taking it for like a month or two before I realized it had to be refrigerated. I'm like, no wonder by the end of this thing, I'm like a goddamn geyser, because this thing shouldn't be out at room temp. It was during the summer. My apartment got hot, and all of a sudden I'm like drinking this shit that should be refrigerated, but it's been at like 72 degrees because my fucking apartment's a goddamn furnace. And now I'm farting and bloated and shit. It has the reverse effect. So that was a big kink once I got used to that and put it in the fridge. But I, again, like I said, when I was all backed up and shit, there'd be like bags of it in my fridge. I couldn't get through it fast enough. I'm like, Zoe, take some. Please have some. I don't want to. It doesn't taste good. Take some, you bitch. <clears throat> so that was a big nuisance. And then recently I'm just like, God, it's like, I'm paying $300 a month for my student loans. They, they're they starting to fuck me with that, like, like you know. So that's already increasing my overhead, obviously. I'm golfing less because I'm trying to save money and shit. So I'm, I'm only golfing like maybe one or two times a month when I was doing it like four times a month. You know, once a week. God, God forbid I do something I like once a week. God forbid all of the shit that I pay and all of the fucking work I do to make money, God forbid I do something four times a month that I enjoy. But nope, it's too expensive to be alive. It's especially too expensive to live in Los Angeles. So now I have to, I have to reduce my hobby that I love to do by half. Isn't that fun? So these student loans are just plowing me, okay? They're just putting their dick in my ass. Oh, my God, are you done? Nope, see you again next month. So because of doing that, I'm like, okay, where can I cut back? And I looked at Athletic Greens, and I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I don't even know if this shit's working anymore because I feel bloated a lot. And, like, after I drink it, like, my stomach gets all, like, gurgly and shit. And it's $100 a month. So I canceled it, and I was waiting to just, like, use up the rest of it I have in the fridge. It's probably, like, maybe 7 to 10 days left. But a couple days ago, I'm like, you know what? After I drank it, I feel like I'm fucking done. I'm done. Uh, So I haven't drank it the last 
I think three or four days. Night and day difference. Night and day difference. Now, all of a sudden, I haven't been bloated really at all. I mean, you know, like the usual bloat, like that, you know, you can't really get away with, like if you eat or whatever, that, that kind of stuff. But I feel way better. It's not really affecting me at all in terms of, like, um, you know, feeling what I felt before I took it, like bloated and like constipated. All kind of. Now I feel great. And uh, so I guess the whole reason why I brought this up was if you're on the fence about getting it, maybe try it, but don't do the subscription. Just do a fucking one-month bag and take notes on how you feel. So for two weeks before you take it, take notes on when you get bloated, how you get bloated, if it's, if it's, if it's after your meals, if it's in the morning, at night, did you eat like bread, did you eat that? Take notes on it and then take it for a month and then take notes on that. And then stop for two weeks before you reorder the new bag. And, and again, take note. Because once you start going, I mean, it's a business. You, you got to give them credit. Once you start going, it just keeps fucking coming. It just every month just keeps getting mailed. Your AG1's on the way. Your AG1's on the way. And before you know it, it's like you're eight months in. And you're like, holy shit, can I get ahead of this fucking thing and cancel it? So finally I did. So if you can, if you can don't do the subscription. Just do a one-time purchase. If they charge you $20 extra to do the one-time because you know they love doing that shit, it's a business. Just eat the $25 because, again, it's it's cheaper in the long run if it doesn't work with your body. So just take, you know, from your old friend Vince, just take that advice and run with it, okay? All right. Let's see where we're at. <clears throat> All right, so... I listen to podcasts myself. Obviously, I fucking I live on podcasts. I can't. I, I think Luke mentioned this in one of his podcasts. Um, uh, oh, by the way, I haven't had a chance to text Luke, but I'll do it on this platform because you both listen. So it'd be a little cute little exchange. Luke, coach, my buddy, coach, one of my best friends. I was his best man. Uh, he loves your dating stories. Um, they're fucking hilarious. Poor Luke, cross-eyed brick. Can't get a girlfriend. He's a great guy, lovable guy. He's like 44, looks like he's fucking 36. Great cock on him. Uh, eyes could be better. Got a big lump in his throat. But other than that, great fucking catch. Coach loves listening to your dating stories. And you could too if you listen to live from the 405 uh, with host Luke Allen. Uh, comes out every Thursdays, I think. They're way longer than this. Uh, this podcast is basically a replication of that. I stole the idea. What are you going to do? Capitalism, baby. Um, well, I guess, you know. <laughs> but I'm not making any money on it. So it's like fucking stealing on a lemonade stand that no one goes to at a fucking dead end. So anyway, Coach texted me to tell you that. I kept forgetting to text you. So ah, there you go. So I listen to podcasts. And uh, one I, I love listening to, which I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for because it's kind of just like a, like a nothing podcast. It's just... It's just like two dudes just shooting the shit, but whatever. Um, it's Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura and Burke Kreischer. It's 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 funny. It it fucking makes me laugh. It's a easy listen. I just put it on the car or go for walks or I cook. I put it on. It's just an easy listen. It's not like Rogan where I have to fucking take notes on some of the fucking people he has. And I I lo- I, I I love the podcast. It's funny. It's good. Da da da. Here's the thing. These guys are probably, I mean, unless like you're in like a niche market or something that I don't know about, these guys are for sure 
top 10, if maybe not even top five, richest comedians right now. They're like top five in the world. They're doing arenas. Like theaters are small to them right now. They're doing mainly arenas and or huge theaters. So I would not be surprised if their gross tour earnings is like $25 million a year. So they're fucking, they're stupid rich, obviously. They're like, they're, they're just, and then the podcast they're on, the ad reads. I listened to a podcast recently. It was the first seven minutes were just ad reads. They're probably making, oh God. Um, I wouldn't be surprised $100,000 a month on the podcast. I really wouldn't. I have no frame of reference because I, I don't make dick doing this. But from one of the things I've heard, I would not be surprised if they're making like six figures a month off the podcast alone, let alone their tour. Anyway, so they're they're stupid rich. And I have no idea, obviously, what it's like to be that rich. But what I will say is it's getting a little annoying, annoying at how they talk about their money. Like, I get it, guys. You're very successful. You're very rich. We see you guys. Every year they do this, they do this thing where they get their they give each other birthday gifts. And they always go like, "Well, how much are we spend this year on on our birthdays?" Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll spend like fifty grand. Oh, fuck off, Tommy! Fuck off! Fifty grand? How about we spend a hundred grand? You want to spend a hundred grand? Yeah, come on. How about two hundred? Fucking fine. All right, two hundred grand. Fuck. But don't tell Leanne. Don't tell Leanne about me spending two hundred grand on your birthday present because she'll be pissed because I only, only spent like a hundred bucks on hers. But you're my best friend. I love you. No, yeah, I won't. I won't tell Leanne even though we're on a podcast talking about it that millions and millions and millions of people listen to. But no, I won't tell Leanne. Okay. <laughs> so that's basically. <laughs> I'm being a dick. I, I fucking love their podcast. I love those guys. They're hilarious. I'm just you know obviously being a dick about this shit. So they'll do stuff like that, and it's like, okay, guys, we we get it. You you're, you're very very successful. You have a lot of money. But recently, I kind of cross. It, it kind of just like got a little too annoying. Bert was. They're talking about like charities, and like they're they're starting to donate to charities, and they're complaining about how they're making so much money that now charities are reaching out to them. It's like, well, yeah, guys, that's a great fucking problem to have. That you're so wealthy that people know about it, so they reach out. For you to donate to their charity, and also you can write that shit off. Vinny, do you know what writing things off are? Is I think what it is is like you deduct it from your income, so it could possibly lower you into a lower tax bracket. So in turn, you actually save money by giving money. I think that's pretty close. So they're talking about like charities, and like Bert's like, uh, dude, I'm fucking uh. Uh, what's it called? What's the fucking place? Uh, Habitat for Humanity. It was the fucking Kings game, whatever it was, or the Bucks game. And they're like, that's why I, I gave like fucking $20,000. You only gave $20,000? Why don't you give $100,000? You can afford it. Fucking, uh, I know I can afford it. I just don't want to. Dude, what am I supposed to do? Fucking buy my house? Uh, Yeah, you can buy my house. Well, fuck it. Let's both buy my house. Okay, we can buy my house. All right, let me call up the guy. That runs the Habitat for Humanity for this, uh, I think it was like the Bucks or something. The Bucks. And uh, and uh, we'll call him up and we'll tell him we're each going to fucking donate a house. I'll buy a house if you buy a house. Alright, I'll buy a house. Alright, I'll buy my house. Fuck, should we buy him two houses? Alright, let's not go crazy. I mean, we can afford it. I know we can afford it, but let's just buy one house each and then we'll buy him another house another time. Alright, fine. We'll just buy him a house. You'll buy him a house. And we'll buy him a house. Alright, I'll call him up. And the guy picks up. He's like, hello? Hey, what's going on? This is Bird Tom. You're on Two Bears, One Cave. We're going to buy a house. 
Really? Yeah, we're gonna buy a house. Is that cool? It's like, dude, do you want him to fucking drive to where you guys are filming? Have you drop your pants and suck your dick? Yes, buying people a house is fucking cool. Alright, well, we're gonna buy him a house, and then maybe, um, a little bit we'll buy him another house. That would be that would be amazing. Do people buy houses usually for people? Well, n- well, new- sometimes, but sometimes they also just give like lump sum monies. Yeah, we're gonna buy my house. Me and Tommy are gonna buy my house. One house each, two houses total. Okay, well, thank you. And it's like we fucking get it. Jesus Christ, you can buy a fucking house for Habitat for Humanity. It must be great to have that much money. Do you realize you're becoming a little too, like, unrelatable for your audience? Like, I know you're trying to make this funny and, like, j- like judge it up a little bit, you know, to, like, make it comical that, like, this is, like, your you, these are your problems now. But it's getting a little annoying. Like, just be funny. Talk about shit that's fucking funny. C- can we just leave the whole, like, we get it, you make all this stupid money and, like, most of us are paycheck to paycheck or like trying to save money each month i don't know listen to the latest episode if it annoys you i guess you see what i'm talking about if it doesn't i guess i'm being a little bit of a bitch just kind of a a bit much all right so last thing so pat and i we've been doing uh these weekly sketches on instagram and tiktok if you don't i think his is pat calicchio yeah, I think I think his is just like Pat Clickio and I'm I am Vinny Falcone. Uh I A M Vinny Falcone. V I N N I E F A L C O N E on TikTok and Instagram. We post these weekly videos. We're trying to get a, a presence on social media. It is not working. For a while, every video I posted, I would lose <laughs> two followers. And then now it's like I'm kind of sustained. I'm I'm back to where I was and maybe growing like a little bit, but really nothing. It'll go up five, down three, up one, down two. It's like, it just not moving. Our shit isn't getting dick on TikTok. Like 300 views a video. We're putting like 10 to 12 hashtags. How the fuck does a platform that is global, billions of people, we're putting all these fucking hashtags. It's, I mean, I think they're pretty funny videos and it's getting 300 fucking views. There are 300 people that live on my block, and it's getting 300 views globally. What the fuck is going on? And then I see like some just dumb fuck people. I saw this one clip. This guy, this like young hot dude, was like, literally the whole video was. People complain about eating tuna. Well, eat tuna. You don't like tuna? Tuna's great. Oh, it stings. Oh, it stings. Oh, please. He's opening up a can of tuna. He takes his spoon. Spoons out some tuna, puts it in his mouth with a full mouth. He goes, fucking tuna. Oh, tuna smells. Tuna smells. Tuna's fucking delicious. Eat some fucking tuna. 773,000 likes. 26,000 shares. Like 50,000 saves. This is the content that is... You got to send to a friend. Is some jerk off with a backwards hat saying, oh, tuna... You guys don't eat tuna? Fucking, oh, tuna smells? Oh, fuck you guys. Tuna's delicious. Watch this. Oh, yeah, just ate it. It smells. Fuck off, guys. All right, tuna's great. And that has 773,000 likes. Are you fucking kidding me? And our ge- ours is getting 300 views. 
So we've been doing that. We've been getting very frustrated. I wouldn't say like we're not we're not fighting at all. Pat and I are very good creative partners. We're not fighting at all, but a tiff, if you will, back and forth has been. Do hashtags count? Do they work? Should we not focus on them? He thinks they do. I'm like, dude, we've been hashtagging like a bandit out here, and we're getting 300 views. I don't think it counts. I don't, I don't think it matters. You know what I mean? But anyway, we posted one today that was like, if you're on TikTok, you know like the, um, uh, we're married. We do this. We do that. We're married. Well, l- let me play the the thing real quick, just so you can get a little bit of a... Fucking cocksucker. Um, let me give you a little gist of what, what the thing sounds like. We judged all of you for making these videos, but. One, one second. One second. Here we go. We're comedians. We judged all of you for making these videos, but I'd punch my own grandmother to go viral. So, here we are. We're comedians. By the way, show starts at 8, over by 1130, that's a two drink minimum. We're comedians. Yeah, we have a podcast that nobody listens to. You want to be on it? That one hit home. We're comedians. My parents didn't give me enough love and attention, so now I seek approval from strangers. <laughs> We're comedians. Yeah, I post my crowd work, and I don't say anything funny. So are you two fucking? We're comedians. We say dark and edgy stuff. If you don't laugh, it's probably because it's too real for you. <laughs> that was me spitting my hand to jerk off a nutcracker. It's good stuff. Follow, follow, and like for more. Um, so that that was that was a sketch, right? Very like satirical. We're making fun of ourselves mainly, and it, it goes along with that trend of like people saying we're X, and then they say things that those people do. We're married. We we fight, but then we have sex because really in person we have sex with is, uh, each other. Like things like that. You know what I mean? So we do that, and then this fucking dude comments. He goes. Uh, and of course, it's it's a guy with no fucking thing. It just says user seven five eight four zero five some dipshit. He comments and goes yikes. So I like it because again, when you engage on the comments, it pushes the video more. It's like it if the platform can tell people are engaging, they'll give they'll push it to more people. So it's like you know engage more. I go, I'll take that as a and in quotations yikes. These guys are hilarious. And then laughing face. This dipshit comments back. In uh, uh, in quotations. I'd punch my own grandmother to go viral. He goes, such a lame joke. Also, you're supposed to be walking for the trend. Not just doing random shit around the house. LMAO. I go, why don't you take a walk? And then he goes in, qu- in quotations. We're amateur with star asterisks. We're amateur comedians. We aren't funny and don't take criticism. Re- re- really, you fucking cocksucker. And you're some jerk off with no pictures, no videos, nothing. You're just some random username that just goes on people's shit to be a critic. Why don't you lick my fucking asshole? And then Pat chimes in because he's tagged in the video. He goes, he goes, thanks, user fucking whatever, with no picture. I can tell you're doing really big things, so it's great to hear from somebody as accomplished and hilarious as you. And then I comment, I go, I go, Pat, don't you realize he has the comedic intellect of George Carlin? And then this jerk off keeps on going because he's got nothing going on. But guess what, pal? Neither do I. He goes, yeah, I actually just don't seek validation on the internet as a grown man 
given it's your job. But just saying something fun. But just say something funny. Well, listen, pal. You don't seek validation online by posting videos, but then you comment on people's shit to get into these fucking arguments. You're a miserable cocksucker, and you comment on shit because you got fucking nothing going on. You're probably some fat fuck that lives in your mother's basement that can barely even jerk off because you can't see your prick, okay? So you resort to just eating some snacks, and pretty soon you get a fucking diabetes too and lose a couple of toes. And that way you can't even walk. You just be fucking Jabba the Hutt with some fucking chihuahua chained to your desk instead of... Princess Leia, because you can't get a fucking chick with a $100 bill hanging out of your zipper. So then I go, thanks for your input. Feel free to like, share, and follow. And then Pat with just the cherry on top. He goes, you're a fucking non-contributor, pal. Nobody cares what you think. And like three people like it. These, this is the shit that we're dealing with. And not only is it hard to work a normal job and chase your dreams and have the energy to like put out content for your page and stuff, you have people who contribute nothing to society, have no picture, name, videos, nothing. They're just on the platform to give their quote-unquote opinion and feedback that don't mean dick. Listen, pal, if it ain't positive, keep it to your fucking self because this world is hard enough as it is. We got people stealing fucking hand sanitizer and phone chargers. Listen, folks, I wish you a merry Merry Christmas. I love you all. Have fun. Hope you hang out with your families. Eat some good food. Hope you get some good gifts. Hope you give some good gifts. It's a season of giving. So go down your uh, your partners. I know I will. Not go down your partners. I'll go down my partner. And um, listen, I love you all. I will see you again next week. Bye.